We ready to drop this thing? Uh, Houston, uh, we are uh, ready. Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. Atomic batteries to power. Four. Prepare for warp speed. Turbines to speed. Three. Standby transwarp drive. Two. Roger. Ready to move out. On my mark. One. Let's go. This is the Low Down Sports Show with Drew. Yes, sir. And BJ. Let's get at it. And it starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome into the Low Down Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Drew. I'm BJ. And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball. Back once again for the tenth episode in season three, as things just go by so fast. BJ, time oh, flies. It's, it's amazing. Tenth episode of the season, tenth week of Texas high school football this year for us. Time is just a flying. Seems and like we, it's flown by. And we're already two weeks into another NBA season. Yes, we are. It's one of the things on tap for today's episode, and of course. Uh, what's on Drew's mind, BJ's best, and then talking some Athletes Unlimited for yeah. our basketball side of things. They got some news, and we're going to talk about it and what it all means and some with it or quit it. So, BJ, are you, are you ready to go? I'm ready, Drew. You you were talking some smack earlier before the show about, oh, this is going to be a historic episode. I, I don't know what you mean by that, but we'll see. Let's get into it. We shall see. We shall see indeed. All right. Kicking things off with the NBA. <clears throat> Excuse me. NBA side of things, BJ, there's only one undefeated team left in the NBA, and it was a team that we unanimously thought was going to come away in the Eastern Conference and is the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, 3-0 and right now. Uh, before we dig into the meat of the standings, BJ, I, I got some uh, – some questions for you. Okay. What what is more surprising so far this season? <clears throat> the Utah Jazz being four and one and second in the West so far. Or tied for first in the West, I mm-hmm. say. Or the Philadelphia 76ers being one and four and uh fourth to last in the East. I'd, I'd say Utah. I mean, I, I think that, uh, yeah, we can we can talk about how it's been a little bit of a struggle to start the season for the Sixers. But I don't expect that trend to continue. I don't expect them to, you know, be among the bottom dwellers for too much longer. They're going to rise back up and they'll be a, they'll be a playoff team. Um, you know, it's it's been a tough schedule for them. You look at who they've started off with. You know, they, they start off with defending East champs and the Celtics. Then, you know, you had a game with the Bucks, who are still undefeated. The, the only one that's really surprising to me was that they lost uh, to the Spurs at home okay. last weekend. That's been the only real big kind of surprise. And then they went north of the border, lost to the Raptors. Um, you know, I don't expect that to continue. I, I really don't. I, I think that, you know, one aberration and two really tough teams to, to beat especially, um, you know, they played the Celtics on the road and they, they hosted the Bucks as we've talked about how good the Bucks are. And you and I both expect a lot out of this Milwaukee team uh, the rest of the way. I, I think it's more surprising that Utah is at the top of the West right now after five games, considering how much they lost 
and you know everybody kind of just wrote them off as you know this is where they they start to rebuild but you know they figured something out they've, they've started you know buying in uh to the new coaching staff out there and, and so far it's paid off but you look at who they've kind of played with the exception of, of maybe you know the wins over the the nuggets and the timberwolves you know they it's it's been a little bit of surprise they they you know they beat the, the pelicans in overtime and then back-to-back wins over the rockets is kind of expected um so that that's you know to me it's it's been the jazz that been more surprising and the milwaukee bucks as we mentioned who are three and oh they're the only team in the nba not allowing a hundred points per game so far just three games yeah. you know just a few games but i mean milwaukee looking sharp early uh against some good teams and this is all without chris middleton bj which they're going to be without him for a couple of more weeks, I believe, or a week and a half, you know, at least, you know what I'm saying? They're going to be without him for a little bit more. And yeah. last year when they were without Chris Middleton, they struggled. But now this season, I guess because they were expecting it, they had time to prepare for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's been the difference for them so far yeah. without Chris. They're, they're fourth in scoring margin right now through, I mean, it's only through three games. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of ebbs and flows with this season, but just kind of surprising. One of the teams that's above them is has a losing record. That's the Dallas Mavericks. Mm. Man, don't talk about the Mavericks right <laughs> now. Yeah, I know it's 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 tough, and and how we're losing is just it's it's sad. If we just we'll we'll talk about them at another time. Yeah, we'll talk about them. I dig into the meat of the Mavericks right now, but um, you know, some more things going on within this uh, NBA season so far. We still got three teams that haven't won a game. And one of those is to be expected, the Orlando. Yeah. yeah. Not a good ball club. We expected them to be bottom of the barrel anyway, and they are, and they're 0-5. Well, I mean, and it's not through, you know, lack of trying. I mean, Paolo Bancaro is, is still doing, you know, rookie of the year kind of stuff on okay. a night-by-night by night, by night basis. Yeah, and Paolo, I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll get to him in a bit as, as he's trying to, you know, gun for rookie of the year and do some legendary things as a rookie. Um, you know, they just, he doesn't have a lot of help. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's as simple as that. And uh, Sacramento Kings is to relatively be expected. Yeah, um, unfortunately. We want them to kind of be in that next step up, but. They just can't do it. Yeah, they just can't. same old kings. Same old kings, man. They don't have to get a big trade and get a big fish. And it's I was just saying, I mean, you know, two of the losses are to be expected with the Clippers and the Warriors, but mm-hmm. maybe they could have beaten the the uh, Blazers. You know, maybe. I mean, maybe not these Blazers. These Blazers are four and one. Yeah, looking the part right now. Yeah, and the last winless team, the L.A. Lakers. Oof, ah, yeah. B.J. Yeah, that's Lakers. that's a bit surprising. Yeah, and speaking of the LA Lakers, I, I don't I don't watch this this show anymore, but there's a guy with a rather large forehead, uh, not as good of a hairline as me. Uh, his <laughs> name is Stephen A. Smith. He had oh, I've a heard little he had a little something to say about the LA Lakers and what's going on. Do you remember Jay? You said trade LeBron. I- I remember it. And everybody I remember it. And everybody got on me. Yes. Remember that? I do. I went viral and everybody's attacking me all over social media. Seems sacrilegious. How do I look right now? You know something? As I try to explain to people, 
I wasn't saying trade LeBron James because it's LeBron James' fault. What I was saying was he's the only thing of value that you have. You're the Los Angeles Lakers. You're Jeannie Buss, who I adore. And all of us love Jeannie Buss, okay? Jeannie, you're going you, mm-hmm. to have to do this. The Lakers are just not good. So I would say to you, again, this is not a knock against LeBron. LeBron is LeBron. LeBron can go to a multitude of teams. and You, I, you put LeBron on five teams, seven teams, maybe ten teams, instant championship. What I'm saying to you is this. Eugenie Buss, especially since you might contemplate selling the team. Who knows? I don't know. Lakers are on a fast track to nowhere. They could actually start the season. Have you looked at this schedule? Let me say this last point, Molly, and then we can end this. You might actually, the Lakers might actually start off the season 0-11. Wow. Mm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 0-11. 0-11? I mean... Dude. Have we have we looked at this? Have we confirmed this? Man, that's an interesting. I mean, we might as well take a peek at this point. Well, that's so interesting information. So ne- next right. game's at the Timberwolves. That's right. certainly they can very a losable well lose game. that. Nuggets at home, certainly a losable game. Yep. Going to November, Pelicans at home. Yeah. Yep. Utah winning right now. They well, might. Yeah, slip. but talent wise, I would say that that could be a victory. So they couldn't not. lose. They would not lose twice to Utah. Not these no. Utah guys. No, so I, I think, think so. at worst, if they lost to Utah the first time, they could go in five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, and nine. Yeah, they got the Cavs, the Clippers, and uh, the Jazz again. That's as you rough. Said, with their first first team that Stephen A. thinks that they could beat, or first team that he's predicting a win against, is the. Uh, Sacramento Kings on uh, Veterans Day here in a couple weeks. That is nasty work. That's that's oof. That's gross. I mean, it's certainly possible, but I, I they're don't not going to have many wins. I think the no. most they could have by that point is like three, three, four? yeah, four. If you get a little upset both over win the Jazz, over like yeah. Minnesota or something, and both over the Jazz, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, wow. ugh, man, uh, by know, Thanksgiving, so- there's no way they have a winning record. I don't think so either. This this just bizarre. Bets you could put you, down you on saw that. the on the screen how bad they're they've been shooting the ball from deep. That's certainly not helping. This is the first time they've started 0 and 4 Drew uh since that 2015-2016 season. That's just the Lakers. LeBron hadn't had this since his rookie year. So this has been going back 19, 20 seasons now. Um, you know, last time that the Lakers started a season 0 and 4 Drew, they finished 17 and 65. And this Ooh. this LA Laker team, much more talented than seventeen and sixty five. So seventeen and sixty five. Yeah. Is it is it just something that LeBron needs to step up and be a little bit more aggressive? Is that something that you've noticed with him? Is that he's trying to distribute more and his teammates are are letting him down? I mean, he's he's vowed to be more aggressive. So I mean, if LeBron's saying he needs to be more aggressive, I mean, you could you could make the case that he hasn't been aggressive enough. Mm. But I mean. He's got to be to an extent to where, I mean, you got to start talking about him in MVP conversations again. He's got to be that aggressive. Like, yeah. for just for the way they're 
so badly constructed right now. And they're shooting, I think I said, 22.3% from three through those first four games so far this season. Like that, that is the yeah. worst in NBA history for a team to shoot uh, a three-point percentage by in the first four games. That's just gross. I mean, like, oh, he, him and Anthony Davis, like, you know, players, superstars going to have to be superstars and, like, just will their way past these teams, like, you know, Minnesota with all the talent that they have out there. I mean, that's going to be hard. And then, you know, Denver is maybe winnable. You know, it just got to play nuclear. And then how tired are you going to be? Like, LeBron is not going to be able to endure this throughout the course of the season and be able to do anything mm-hmm. for you in the playoffs if he's got to go crazy like this and yeah. play at that level because he's going to be tired. Like, he's going to well, need – these other players to step up or i mean they just got to move on like Stephen a said yeah well and, the question the question becomes at this point you know are they already you know kind of behind the eight ball in terms of playoffs did they you know can they go on that run um and what does this do you know lebron won't admit it but there are some numbers he's chasing after he's he's chasing after kareem and that number kareem. one spot uh trying to move up all- the assist record i believe mm-hmm. a couple of spots is all he can do yeah, so right now it, that's kind of putting him behind pace because of how slow of a start they've gotten off to. Mm-hmm. You know, is is he even going to break the record with the Lakers at this point? Do, does mm-hmm. do they, you know, do they end up trading him? Do they, you know, keep him around? And and you know, if he starts going, you know, nuclear as you said, is he able to stay fully healthy? And does he miss another significant portion of time, or is he not, yeah, hundred percent? Send him to Orlando. To play with but, Paolo Bancaro. Man, and, you, yeah, that that's not one of the teams I think no, Stephen A. meant you no, know, championship contender, that's but that would certainly barrel. help them out. Let's see, where could LeBron go that could trade things to get him? Hmm. Championship contender, you say? I mean, I guess just while they're in position right now, send him to Washington. They're three and one. If they just keep winning right there, they'll be good. Oklahoma City's Jim got Bradley a lot Beal. of young talent, and, and the ones Sporting. that they can hold on to, they, they might be able to. I don't know if run. they want to keep him in the conference, though. No. Might want to ship him back east. Yeah. If he stays in the conference, you know, Dallas Mavericks are like, hey, what's up? Yeah, that's something that has been talked about, too, is, is mm. you know, that he might, he might sign as a free agent here as opposed to getting traded here. I don't think anybody really thought that they, they would – you know, that LeBron would be on the trade market. And I don't think he will be, but I, if he is. I think LeBron, LeBron's got to go to a major market team at this point. Mm-hmm. Like the only exception ever in his career was Cleveland. Yeah. So and that's like, because he's, he's not going to take an Oklahoma city, yeah. a Sacramento, a, uh, a Utah. Yeah. Not even a Portland probably. Yeah. No. No. So it's um, got to be like, hey, so send me to the Knicks. Net, so the Nets, the Knicks. Send me you know. back to Cleveland with this arsenal of players. Yeah, maybe and, maybe a and maybe uh, they ship off like Okoro, uh, Rubio, and I don't know Kevin Love to L.A. <laughs> you know how weird it would be and kind of a disgusting look if if he got traded to Chicago. <laughs> Oof. Man. You talk about. I mean, you they know. need somebody. Well, they they wouldn't. Chicago wouldn't get any better. They just no. they don't have anybody to play defense. The one guy that did is still hurt and he can't walk up the stairs. Yeah. So, and uh, before we get out of this NBA stuff, mm-hmm. 
the two-time MVP Nikola Jokic, yeah. my friend, is going insane, and I'm so glad he's on my fantasy team in our fantasy league, BJ, because he's keeping me on top, and he's putting up big-time numbers. He might, dare I say, three-peat? I don't know. At this pace, how can you deny it, especially if the Nuggets are winning? But It's still early. It's still early. Did you want to play this clip of him going off? He did go crazy. Because, you know, if you if you play with Jokic, you have to just be aware of that, how fast he's going to get the ball out. He powers that one up and in, plus a foul. He just out-muscled Anthony Davis for the basket and one. I'm really, really excited about the way this is going to finish. Jokic gets past Davis and throws it down. Says that's in your face, Richard. Oh, there's my guy on the rush. So there's a lot of additions to uh, to this team. Or he didn't play many games with Aaron Gordon. Excuse me. So it's just going to be an impressive stretch there. And you see this. When these boys get out, there is no center in the league that can start a fast break. All good, Scotty. Talk as long as you want. 86-79, Denver leading. Although no points for Denver here in the fourth quarter. Jokic with the putback. And finally, Denver on the board here in the period. Murray with good defense, takes it away. Jokic ahead to Brown for the The other ones, the Lakers got to put him in a position to be aggressive. Jokic. That's just dirty. Knocks it down. That's 31 for Jokic. That's the one. And just an all-around struggle again for the Lakers. And I, I hate to keep harping on it, but I'm going to harp. This team... It's not a great three-point shooting team, but Nikola Jokic is a great passer. Jeff Green, great off-ball movement cut. Man. Man. Oh, Jokic man. in this game, BJ, had 31 so, points, 13 rebounds, 8 assists, and 4 steals. Nasty passes, too, man, that, especially that last one. My goodness. Man, I was From talking a about center. maybe they could beat the Nuggets. I don't know. From maybe, a center. Uh, maybe they can't. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't think I don't they can. Know about all that. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't geez. think so. The, the way I mean, you know, maybe at home, but even just then, imagine if you get Jokic some three-point shooters out there. Man, yeah. golly, uh, get the Lakers some three-point shooters too. They need them. Where are the where are all these three-point shooters hiding yet? They're just they're just not in the league anymore. Nobody they're, wants. They're, they're up in in San Francisco. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, they are. They they really Splash are. Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> where and wherever Kevin Herter went as well. Yeah, <laughs> him too. Uh, all right. Well, that is a fair a fair bit of our NBA news, but we're gonna hit our rookie ladder before we move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, just quickly, BJ, is anybody ahead of Paolo Bencaro? No, we're giving him a run for his money. No, uh, not to this point. It'll be interesting to keep an eye on it as as we go along. But right now, he's that top rung with good reason. I mean, you see what he's been able to do, and you know he they haven't been successful as a team, but it certainly hasn't been. The, you know, for a lack of trying, if, if uh, on Bancaro's part, yeah, he has been going to work, and he went to work recently, dropping twenty nine for the Magic. The shot clock is off. Bancaro in toward Mitchell, twist, hangs, and scores. 
The number one overall pick in the most recent draft leads the Magic in scoring. He has eight through 12 minutes of play as the Cavaliers own this 30-24 lead. Guarded by Mobley, waits for a Bogner screen, gets switched on to by Wade. Caro keeps that dribble, twirls down the lane, dumps off to Bogner. Boy, that was a terrific pass as Bogner lays it in. Bogner changing sides of the lane when Caro took that spin move in the third quarter. Just 10 in the third quarter, so big adjustment there. Vaccaro stops. Shot clock winding down. Cans a three. Anthony's seen enough of the veteran Neto, and now he has nearly knocked it away from Vaccaro. Vaccaro down the lane, puts it up and in, draws a foul, and Vaccaro has a chance for three. And that's exactly what Vaccaro did against the Knicks in their last game. Wade has 12 points, all via the three. He's four of seven from long range. Bancaro over Levert. Got it. Bancaro now has a game-high 21. Levert leans on Wagner. Bancaro works on Mobley. Physical drive, missed the shot, and he tips it in. Continues to be on the men. We will see if he's available as Bancaro goes down the lane. Duke Nation. That's all I gotta mm -hmm. say. And that's all. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say the only only other rookie that we haven't talked about that's that's kind of close, still still second wrong to me, is uh, what Benedict Matherin's doing up in Indiana. Oh yeah, Indiana stinks, but he's hooping with twenty points a game. Same same with Orlando and and Ben Caro, same thing. Mm -hmm. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for BJ's best. All right, thank you, Drew. As always, for BJ's best, I look for things that are, you know, things that I find interesting or intriguing. Maybe not necessarily the best of humanity, even though it is called BJ's best, but definitely something unusual this time around, Drew. So, you know, we've all got stuff that we enjoy to drink, you know, every now and again, right, Drew? Would you say? That is true. Yeah. So, like, you know, for instance, I've got a, a glass of water over there. I've been trying to, to drink a lot of water. Um, but every now and again, I'll, I'll, you know, slip up in air quotes. And, Red and diamond I'll sweet tea for me. Oh, there you go. That's a dangerous combination right there. But uh, every now and again, I'll slip up and I'll have a soft drink and, and you know, or, or something different, um, you know, that we won't necessarily get into. But. You know, it happens. Um, and so, you know, I, I I enjoy Dr. Pepper every now and again. Oh, yeah. Good uh, soda. Yeah, good soda. Maybe a, you know, like back in, Pib, in the days where... Better. What's up? Pib is better. Oh, uh, that's... Maybe. That's not a debate you want to get into right now. <laughs> it's very delicious. I mean, it's it's all right. It's it's not Dr. Pepper. Don't underestimate Pib. I, I don't. I've drank Pib for a number of years, but once... I mean, Dr. Pepper is Dr. Pepper. So fair. So anyway, anyway. Um, back when I used to do overnights, uh, every now and again, yeah. I, I know every now and again, I would get a, a Mountain Dew because I just needed that. Okay. Wow. Kind of, you know, energy burst right. to, uh, Mountain Dew to, does to, that to you? Yeah. Just, okay. I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> it, it, do you know how much sugar is in a Mountain Dew? Drew? Actually, I do not. It's like how much 50, more than 50 grams. It, it's, it's no, at it least like, like yeah, like 10 or so more, but yeah. it, it's, it's one of the most, you know, high sugar soft drinks you can get. And it does, okay. you know, a, a really good job of, of, at least for me, it, it always would you know help me stay awake and everything like that. Cause 
I don't drink a whole lot of energy drinks. Noted. Anytime on a road trip with BJ, get him Mountain Dew if he's driving. You want me to, to bounce off the, the car walls or whatever? Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> hey, as long as you're awake. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyway, so the reason I bring up Mountain Dew is, uh, you know, I know it's not everybody's preference, Drew. You, you like Mountain Dew? Uh, the OG Mountain Dew, it's all right. I'm not going to go get it at the at the fountain or anything. I got a lot of other drinks I prefer. Yeah. I like well, the bo- oh, sorry. No, it's all good. I was just going to say, I mean, it. so you don't hate it necessarily. Right. Saying. So, like, if you, if I don't know, if, if there's a drink sitting there and I need a drink, Mountain Dew's right there, I'll definitely drink a Mountain Dew. Yeah. Well, could you imagine hating a soft drink so much that you want to just destroy it and destroy its packaging? A soft drink? Yeah. Um... Like hating I mean, it I, so much that that you want to wipe it from like you know you you got a bottle in front of you oh. and you no want no longer want the bottle to even exist. No. Well, that's what a woman in North Carolina tried to do this week. She was cited on Monday after she was accused of shooting shooting a gun okay. at Mountain Dew bottles in a Gastonia, North Carolina neighborhood. Apparently, the reason behind it, Drew, is because she did not approve of her father drinking them. It's not anything that that she didn't want to, you know, she bought the drink and and she didn't want to drink it. And she wanted to, you know, do a mad science experiment. But but yeah, uh, she's apparently a 64-year-old woman tried to destroy the bottles of Mountain Dew with a revolver in her backyard. Oh, my goodness. She came out there, Rick Grimes, and it yeah yeah quite literally she she uh it was multiple gunshots she shot was apparently shooting at four diet mountain dew bottles i don't know if it's because it was a diet mountain dew or if it was just because she she didn't hey, approve i've got beef i got beef with diet drinks too they're disgusting yeah, i was about I mean, to say i can understand now that horrible. we've got the diet in there um she she said that uh she told officers she was shooting at the bottles because she did not approve of her father drinking the soda and the police department said, we totally understand not everybody's a fan of the dew, but we cannot stress enough how dangerous this is. You don't want to, you know, dispose of your beverage by using it as a target practice in your backyard in a neighborhood surrounded by other homes and people, which just, you know, kind of makes a, a lot of sense to me. So she was cited for discharging a firearm in uh, the city limits. But can you imagine being just not wanting to drink or not wanting, you know, a family member to drink something. And you're like, you know, the only way to get rid of this is to get out the 38. <laughs> or what? I don't know, man. That's pretty uh, crazy for a soda. Yeah. Like, if, I don't know. That's even if, even the diet soda, I wouldn't do that. Just don't. Yeah, no. Or just, you know, throw it away or, or have a can drive and donate People it. People definitely there. shoot bottles and cans, though. They'll, that's what they use for target practice at yeah, but, backyards. Uh, so, like, so that's the thing, though, is. is doing it in the public? First, yeah, in a in a crowded neighborhood, like subdivision, not 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 all out on, yeah. on your own and yeah, outside of city limits on property or whatever. And the fact that they were full, Drew, they weren't empty. These are full oh, bottles. Yeah. I mean, that's that's you know the difference between you know just having some target practice and you know having a grudge and being you know hostile towards 
the do, you know? What did the do ever do to you? <laughs> the do, do the do. Do the do, man. And yeah. and the diet do at that. So yeah. I just, I find that very interesting that, you know, she's, she has this grudge or she, you know, feels. Maybe soda awesome. ruined her family, you know? Maybe that, maybe her husband is so addicted to Mountain Dew that he would rather sit at home and drink his Mountain Dew and watch his shows than go watch his son play sports or go watch uh, his daughter do the spelling bee or something like that. He's like, I would rather sit here in the comfort of my big chair and watch Thursday night football and watch the Cowboys lose and drink my diet Mountain Dew. I, I mean, oh, I guess it, it, you know, there that was not given in the, the story or, or any clarity on that. Like why yeah, where's the, the context the here? Exactly. We don't, you we don't know, know. The, the context, but, just because of how odd that uh, you know that that story was, it, it kind of struck my attention, and I'm like, I got to bring this up. We got to have a conversation about this. I, I, what? Let me ask you: if, if if you had, if you're out in the country and you're outside city limits, everything like that. Okay. If you had to dispose, like you you get a, a like what the like least favorite soda basically, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna blow you to smithereens. What what soda would that be, Drew? If you if you had the oh. ability to do that safely, and you didn't want to, you know, anything diet, anything diet, line just... it up, line up a diet Dr Pepper, line <laughs> diet up a Coke. diet Coke. Diet line Mountain Dew Zero, line up a <laughs> Diet Mountain Dew. So you just mind, nothing with the diet. Sprite Zero. I don't mind oh, Sprite Zero. Interesting. Okay, it's actually good. Everything else, just line it up. Wow. Pew, 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 pew. You're, you're, One you're, duck uh, in a row. Any, anything diet is, is a fair game besides Bright Zero to Drew. Gone. Man, man, I don't know. You know what I would do, Drew? What would you do? Pepsi. I can't not stand Pepsi. Really? Pepsi, yeah, get rid of it. Uh, Pep- it. That's how I feel about Coke, but I have to put it in my liquor, so I have to oh. deal with it. <laughs> But I'm not gonna go up to the bar and be like, "Can I get a Pepsi and Coke?" Yeah, yeah, like, Jack and Pepsi or whatever. Like, what did you say? <laughs> Pepsi. We don't have that, sir. We don't. We don't carry Pepsi. I, I, I just, I've never been a, a Pepsi guy. You know, I, I, yeah. I, it's, it's Dr Pepper, Coke, Pepsi. Coke is just bad. I, you know, it, it, if, if I had to, I could deal with it. I, I prefer. If, like when I, when they, they get the coke with the flavors like vanilla or cherry or whatever. I wish there was a more consistent soda that mixed with liquors, the brown liquors like the Jacks and the mm-hmm. Browns. So, this is a family show. So, uh, <laughs> no, I was. That's why I was about to say. You know, today's today's like uh, National American Beer Day or something like that. I was like, yeah, I no. probably shouldn't bring that up, but no, you never know. It could be what's on Drew's mind. It could be. It could never be. Know. But you know what's on my mind, Drew. What's that? We got some action coming up tonight across the NBA. A couple of really good looking games over Man, on NBA TV. They do. They're in Brooklyn to take on the Nets. Oh. And then you got uh, Miami taking on the Golden State Warriors in uh, in uh, San Francisco. That's that's gonna be interesting. But you know, a couple other games that uh, you know I'm, I might put some money down on Drew. Okay. Okay. I'm not. But you're not. I am an NBA fan, PJ, and uh-huh. you know you did you did mention it, and we've said it the past week or so that basketball is back. So, yeah. to tip off the NBA season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, you can make those bets. New customers can make any five dollar NBA money line bet and get two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins. 
Yeah, not only that, Drew, but check this out. In addition to the usual bets that you can place on DraftKings, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Here's what you do. Get your phone, get your computer out. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app if you're on the phone, or go to DraftKings Sportsbook on your computer. You opt in, you place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. So you want to take those Mavericks, they're favored by three points all on the road in Brooklyn. You want to take them money line to win that game. Plus, you think, uh, oh, the Grizzlies are going to move to 4-1 and one on the road in Sacramento. Well, with payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings is the place to go. You just place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. And if you're listening tomorrow on Friday, as we're recording live on a Thursday, maybe you want to talk about some of those matchups like uh, Battle of the you know, games that'll be, you know, catching our eye. They're, they're the Pelicans and the Suns. You want to throw that, um, you know, we'll throw some money behind the Pelicans perhaps. Um, well, that's what you do. You just go to DraftKings. You place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. Get yourself some money if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Drew, we got some big news from Athletes Unlimited that we're going to get into in just a sec. But before we do, Drew, what's on your mind? Hmm. Lots as always, BJ, but what's on my mind specifically this week is not what I was trying to pretend to allude to earlier, the National Whatever Day, I don't remember, but this American time, Beer or something like that. American yeah. Beer Day, but instead it is House of the Dragon. Oh boy. The season finale of season one was okay. on Sunday, and my heart is broken Ooh. But it is also full. It is full because the show, the season one, was great. It is broken because we don't get another season for at least a year and a half. Yeah. And that's just how it goes with Game of Thrones. And they're, yeah. they're going to start filming the new season at the beginning of the year. Okay. And it was green lit, you know, weeks ago, like two months ago, to, to go for a second season. Yeah, it okay. was expected anyway, so... But uh, it's over now. Season mm-hmm. one is over. Uh, the memes were fantastic. I love all the new fans that were participating uh, as the as it was going on. Because as you know, as Game of Thrones was going for the first six seasons, I wasn't you know watching it in real time because it, it started in like 2010, 2011, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it had been going on through we were in high school and through our college years, BJ, and I didn't even know about it until 2016. Mm. So I just you know, finished and then waited until season seven came out. Watched it every week like everybody else. Season eight, watched every week like everybody else and got disappointed in season eight. <laughs> but, uh, you know, getting to watch House of the Dragon from the start. So it's a it's a good start experience for me. Uh, it was a little slow. Uh, you know, people have their bones about the, the time jumps. And if you haven't seen House of the Dragon and, and, and you care about the spoilers and you plan to watch it, um, I won't give too many, but 
maybe spoilers enter the chat here bj bj you've got to watch this we, we, i'm trying to <laughs> you just keep putting it off and not watching it even though you would probably enjoy these shows but it's okay because i'm not going to try and convince you anymore if you don't want to watch it it's fine but i uh i want to talk about house of the dragon just briefly okay in the fact that you know things are about to turn up in the second season mm-hmm. um just some quotes from the show dragons right. are not horses to be ridden by any man who throws a saddle on their back and then this one is back to game of thrones but it's in reference to what's about to happen via house of the dragon is a dragon is not a slave And that's it. So, on my mind this week was House of the Dragon. Just going to miss the show, watching it every Sunday. My House of the Dragon cup, my Targaryen cup, is going to have to just sit on the side for a year and a half until the show comes back and I get to drink out of it for ten more Sundays again. Well, then... I mean, weren't, don't you? You're you're doing, like, all kinds of rewatches every week, it seems like, for, for Game of Thrones. Are you <laughs> oh, you going to start... Yo. You gonna start doing a Shut House fire. of Dragon? Uh, you gonna start doing a House of Dragon rewatch and and just kind of keep up the tradition every Sunday night? You rinse out the cup and see if you spot something new this time on the second watch of the episode. Hey, I'm not gonna rewatch it that much, but I am okay. gonna rewatch it before the new season comes back. So as as you should, it, yes. I'm gonna give it some time. Again. I'm gonna let it breathe for a little bit, forget some things about it that you know. And just remember that on my second watch through, I always catch a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So some things that I miss because there's just so much information. It's not not near as much for me this time because I'm kind of pre-prepped. But still, second rewatch, I'll catch it. Again. But yes, I will rewatch it before the other show comes out. Yeah, but that I, I figured is what's on Drew's mind. All right, awesome stuff. Awesome hmm. stuff. House of the Dragon. I've heard some people say that uh, season one was kind of disappointing, man. I don't know if that's something that you felt. Well, with the House of the Dragon, like like I said, it started off kind of slow for some people, mm-hmm. and uh, then it started time jumping. You know, okay. like a you know a good a good bit. You know, five years, you know, ten years at a period or whatever. Okay. Just big jumps, and, and people weren't ready for them because they were. You know, we had certain characters to start off. Uh, the beginning of the season for like, I don't know, about five episodes or so. And then the jumps happen or like, you know, after that one, you know, season six starts, you know, it's about, I think it was a five year jump and then, you know, six to seven, it's a 10 year jump, you know? Okay. So I think that's where people were rubbed wrong. And, you know, someone, I don't know, just some scenes, people weren't ready for, you know, new fans. They're not used to the, the incest that's when <laughs> within Game of Thrones. Uh, so oh, I mean, man. like, wow, Rhaenyra and Damon, you know, ne- uh, niece and uncle. Uh, oh, okay. You know, all right. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> in the show, so all right. that's there were some things that people weren't used to, and just like you know, that's and us that have been watching the show, are just like, what? Well, I mean, this is we had eight seasons normal. of this weird stuff. Man. So some of those things, people just you know, some just weren't ready for. But uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good overall. I mean, uh, would. Do I think they should have started off a little harder? Yes, but you know, in hindsight, when Game of Thrones started years ago, I mean, it didn't have the best season one. Um, 
you know, well, but, but still. That's, the, that's with, with everything. I mean, you look at Breaking Bad, it, it takes time to build up to what you're ultimately going to build up to. Yeah. I would say but that. the episodes that were good, like really good, were really good. Like some moving stuff, like, and, gotcha. and like some stuff that like literally makes you cringe, like some things that make you like uneasy as you watch them, like some uncomfortable things. I don't, I don't want to spill it to, to spoil it, but. You know, there's just some things that really like tweak on your emotions, you know, in good and bad ways and like emotional gotcha. ways that you didn't expect, you know, uncomfortable ways you hadn't experienced yet or whatever. Just just a lot of things that you feel within, you know, that final stretch of the four episodes, seven, eight, nine, ten, for sure. And, you know, there might be one early that's, you know, kind of heavy, but, you know, uh, that, that's what people, the main gripe was getting attached to those you know, those characters in like four or five episodes and then switch into some others. It's It, it was a, re, a recasting. And okay. people were like, man, we just started like them. And now y'all done aged them five years and then ten years. Yeah. But, yeah. It's understandable. It's understandable. All right. Good stuff on Drew's mind this week. Yeah. Let's talk about some Athletes Unlimited. It was announced on Tuesday, I believe, Drew. That uh, AU Hoop Season 2 will be in Dallas, in the Big D. Um, you know, they, they hosted uh, Season 1 over in Las Vegas. And so they're moving to, to Big D for Season 2. That'll take mm-hmm. place between February the 22nd and March the 26th of next year. So 2023, a couple, couple months away, maybe five or six months away or so. Uh, and they're also going to be broadcasting about one sixth. So five of the 30 games will be on uh, the CBS sports network where that was mm. where you and I saw a couple games back in the spring of this yep. year uh, when we were back in season two of the show. Um, so a new partnership has been announced with air national guard supporting the second season as an official partner. 31 players have already signed drew including 15 WNBA players, uh, 21 players returning from last season to for season two. And we've got, we got some roster. We'll talk about them in a second, but um, the going to be played. I thought maybe it might be over in the AAC. Uh, Apparently. No, that is not going to be the case. It is going to be over at the fair park Coliseum. That's where they played AU volleyball at this year. Uh, BJ, I got to check out one of those games. Awesome. Um, so that's where the that's where basketball is going to be played. As the the Texas State Fair just ended on Sunday, as mm-hmm. they packed that up. So when yeah. more than likely, depending on how they do the space, especially now that we're hosting AU there, they might make it a little more spacey. But there's a lot of fair stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than anybody who walks into the fair park gym will see all the fair stuff you know sitting on the side and you know packed up and ready for the next year yeah Um, well i I think that it'll have moved by then because there well it was there when i was there for au volleyball so interesting and when was that again oh it was about this oh goodness oh april april i think i think something so it was after basketball season then basically Okay, maybe maybe they had started to bring some stuff back. Maybe it won't be there for basketball, maybe. Season, but they brought it back. I don't know. They'll, they'll definitely need the space. So, um, but yeah. yeah. So you want to talk about the roster now, or did you? Yeah. What, just how big of a move is this for Dallas that they're going to host this? 
It's 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 big time. I mm-hmm. think that you know something that was so successful in year one in AU and had so much popularity and you know buzz is coming to Dallas. You know, just as Dallas starts to get some buzz WNBA wise, you know, first playoff game hosted, you know, first playoff win. There was a little bit of buzz around the city, yeah. and then like you know, shout out to whoever made this happen. You know, slapping it down. You know, there's some buzz in Dallas right now. Let's keep it there. Let's bring AU there. Boom. Yeah, bam. absolutely. And then, you know, that's kind of, you know, a good thing to do for for the city of Dallas, just to kind of ignite things and get people more interested in women's hoops. You know, right, yeah. when, and right, when people, right when the eyes turn to the wings, you know, now they get to turn to AU and then right back to the wings shortly after. Yeah, especially because we've talked about, I don't know if we've talked on here before, but, you know, there's there's been a lot of, you know, controversy about like what to do with that Fair Parker area you know, when the fair is not going on, there's, there's not a whole lot of events that they host there. And, and, you know, the city of Dallas is kind of like, well, why should we continue to put money into it? Well, when you get events like this, hopefully people will come out. There will be more reason to try to, you know, keep that area, you know, restored and, and, and in good shape because you can get more events. Maybe that will help revitalize the historic Cotton Bowl stadium uh, now where it will host more events. It had, it's had, you know, the winter classic back uh, the first of 2020, first day of 2020, it had a, a Rolling Stones concert there uh, late last year or earlier this year. I can't remember. I think it was a year ago. Um, but, you know, so bringing in events like this, especially, you know, not just helping for more basketball appetite on the women's side here in the Metroplex, but, you know, hopefully giving the you know city of Dallas a reason to continue to prioritize having events and, and, and hosting things, especially when you've got uh, the pavilion over there that has a lot of, you know, big marquee uh, shows there that, you know, there, there's been some artists that have performed over at that pavilion. Uh, I think it's Dos Equis pavilion that, um, you know, normally they'll, they'll be selling out like, you know, arenas or stadiums kind of deal. And, and they've been performing over there. So I'm hoping that this is, you know, another step, in the right direction for that area and, and helping to, you know, prioritize it and, and give the, you know, residents something to, to go out and, and, and see. So yeah. go ahead. Yeah. And BJ, there's some, some Texas natives coming uh, to play in AU uh, and some stars at that. I mean, mm-hmm. three of them champions in their own right. Alicia Gray from the Dallas wings. Yeah. Uh, swapping it, tagging in, I should say for, uh, Isabel Harrison, who did this last year, she won't be returning, mm-hmm. at least not as of right now. Uh, so Leash, gold medal Leash is joining the fold from the Dallas Wings, uh, who is a national championship with the uh, Gamecocks in college. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Texas native Nalissa Smith mm-hmm. coming in from Converse, Texas. Yeah. And native Sydney Colson, who just won a championship with the uh, – with the Las Vegas Aces, and I believe has a championship with Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. In women's basketball. And let's see, who else did I miss? There was another name in here. You uh, think Odyssey, Odyssey Sims. Sims. Yeah. Odyssey Sims from Irving coming in here. Yeah. And actually, there was one more name. I don't I don't recognize this one off the top. Jessica Custer, yeah. though, coming in yeah, from, from San, Antonio. San Antonio out of Rice. Yeah, I don't recognize her either, but you know those those are some Texas names. But you miss missed a pretty big name that I spotted, and, and I'm surprised you didn't say not from the state of Texas, but from Pennsylvania, Natasha Cloud. Oh, we're coming. getting there. I just want okay. to shout out the Texas natives. Okay, all right, all right. But yeah, I trust. Big time, I trust you. 
Yeah, big, big time. time, big time W players in here: Lexi Brown and Tasha mm-hmm. Cloud. Uh, names you recognize: Lady Kelsey Claridon, Mitchell, Kelsey mm-hmm. Mitchell, Dejanay Carrington, Jordan Canada. Yeah, uh, you know Taj Cole coming back uh, from last year's AU. Zena uh, Westbrook, Na- I think. Nas Hillman, mm-hmm. uh, India Jones. Let's see who else was on here. Uh, Destiny Walker. Yep. Yeah. Courtney Williams, who was just playing in the WNBA Finals. Yeah. Former WNBA player Ty Young coming back for some more AU and Avina Westbrook. Yeah. And Kelsey Mitchell's coming back. Yeah. Lots, lots they're, of great names. Lots here. of, lots of big time talent. So there's gonna be a lot of, it's gonna be a lot of good play coming on in, in AU this year. Uh, and some might, might even get some more. Obviously, this is just the roster to this point. There, there might be some more players that will be that will be coming in as well oh yeah we still got some more uh that'll possibly come in here um but like looking at who who came away at the top last year that is returning tasha cloud finished second in the uh, total points lexi brown finished fourth odyssey sims finished sixth dejanay carrington seventh and courtney williams Ninth, Kelsey Mitchell eleventh, Sydney Colson twelfth, Destiny Walker thirteenth, Jessica Custer, the Texas State I mentioned, fourteenth. So she's up there right in the top fifteen. So she's going to be competing and getting a lot of points again, possibly this year. So and showing out in Texas, obviously. So we'll see how uh, how the others fare. But my money is on uh, Alicia Gray to come away with this one. I think she'll get I hope the first. So. I think Lee. Izzy was so close last year to getting a triple double, just short of it. I think Leash could get one this year, and I think she'll just dominate. She's the best two way player. She's the best player, probably, uh, argue well, arguably the best player in this. I mean, you know, Josh Cloud here, uh, Courtney Williams maybe uh, put up a fight there, but you know, best two way player, probably. Well, I take that back. Natasha Cloud just got first team All WNBA defense, mm-hmm. so. Well, one of the best two-way players in AU. Yeah, <laughs> her and Natasha Cloud going to be fighting for the uh, for the top spot. You know, it's going to be a fun fun season to watch. Yeah, I'll, and I'll be over there for sure, have a good old time. Hopefully, BJ can make his way out to to, to some AU and uh, check out the hoops hopeful. going on. And hopefully, hopeful, anybody yeah. in the area can as well that is within the Dallas. Facility. Absolutely, but big time. It's going to be fun. Um, looking forward to it. It's going to be in the midst of the new XFL season as well. So, Ooh. I mean, as soon as you get done, mm-hmm. whether it's early watching XFL or you got an XFL game after, you can still mix in some A. You can have a full day of sports with basketball and okay. football. Boom. Is, is right. XFL, is it going to be on the same days? I thought that uh, Athletes in London was going to be in the weekdays and – XFL would be like the weekend. Well, you can book your week then. How about there that? You go. I right. couldn't. I didn't yeah. remember. I don't know what days the XFL schedule was. So. I, I don't think they've announced it yet, but we'll. That'll be fun to watch. That'll be yeah. interesting for sure. And that the Renegades are coming back. That's that's it. Yeah, Renegades coming back. Renegades coming back. We'll see what they can do. We'll see what they can do. And awesome. uh, now, time for some with it or quit it. Ooh, I got five questions for Mister BJ, and we'll see. What he thinks about these. Okie dokie. Here we go. Here we go indeed. Number one. Do you, Mr. BJ Laudermilk, are a night owl and not a morning person? With it or quit it? 
that's a pretty big with it. That's a Texas sized with it. There, Drew. <laughs> that's uh, a king size with it. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I, I I think you've known me pretty well that I'm I'm more of a night owl than than an early riser. Um, and and you we were just talking earlier the episode that I I used to do the the late night shifts and and um, the overnight shifts and you know it, it was never. I mean, it was it would mess up kind of the timing of the day. Uh-huh. when i had to do those but i it wasn't too big of a, a sweat for me i would you know most of the time people leave me alone because nobody's up to to bother you at that time of night and so you can pretty much get your work done and, and nobody's there to distract you or you know come in and, and and tell you you know hey i need you to do this or whatever because nobody's there it's just you uh-huh. so number two body odor is worse than bad breath with it or quit it yeah i'm with it um i think you know depending upon like how close you can be you know normally you're not especially in in this day and age now you know people are not standing close enough that you know unless you've got very just potent bad breath for whatever reason people aren't aren't standing as close to find out as if you are reeking of, of bo that that's pretty much that that doesn't necessarily you don't have to be close to, to smell that that can ruin a whole entire you know room or or uh-huh. an area you know it, it's you know it's disgusting there's only so much that you can do with laundry to try to mask that so you know put put the other end on take a shower don't have bo good call listen to bj number three effort oh goodness messed that up oh. anthony simons Mm-hmm. Of the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. We'll give Mr. Tyrese Maxey a run for his money for most improved player this season in the NBA. With it or quit it? Yeah, I'm with it, Drew. I mean, you you talked about, you know, I don't think we actually talked about um, what he's contributed to this team, but a big reason why Portland is at 4-1 and one this point you know, Dame Lillard obviously comes in as, as their leading scorer, but you look mm-hmm. at what Simons is contributing, you know, almost 19 points a game. He's, you know, contributing a couple of assists and a couple of rebounds, but, you know, he's emerged really, Drew, as that second scorer, uh, scoring option for the, the Trailblazers. Um, you know, now that McCollum's gone and, and they traded him last season to the Pelicans, you look at his stats from, from last year versus – you know, from this year already, you know, and he's, um, you know, this, this is, he's getting more minutes than he's ever had in his career to this point. He's shooting, you know, better three point percentage or actually not better three point percentage, but I think he's shooting about more three pointers a game than he has been. And, and his numbers are, are looking the part he, he's averaging the most points he's ever averaged. Obviously it's still early, but um, you know, if he continues his pace and, and continues to, to go and, and play at this level the rest of the way, he, he's in contention for most improved player for sure. There you go. And all right, I will I will say this after number four. Okay. Number four. Another player will get a triple double in Athletes Unlimited basketball or hoops i should say in 2023 this year with it or quit it it's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough um 
I think it's I think it's certainly possible though. I think we were talking about you know some of the candidates with Natasha Cloud, you know, with with Alicia. And so I, I do, I'm good. Before go you answer, sorry, I'll go ahead and help you here. And I'm, I'm I was mistaken earlier. Natasha Cloud got a triple double last mm-hmm. year. Izzy was short of hers, but yeah. Tosh got one. She got let's see, thirty two points. Uh, oh wait, oh my goodness. Where is it at? 17 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists. There we go. So she just got there. Just got the numbers needed. Yep. I think she could do it again. I think she could. I, I, I right. do believe. So and, with and, it. Yeah, I'm with it. And, uh, and, you know, Alicia could come close as well. You said Izzy was, was really close as well to, you know, last season to getting one. I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's very possible that we'll see another. All right. I'm not, not going to bank on more than one. But we're seeing one. Right. That's what I, just, I don't yeah. want to be. I don't want to be too greedy. Don't want to be too aggressive. Don't want right. to be too greedy. Yeah. All right. Disclaimer, ladies and gentlemen listening. BJ is currently four for four on with it and with it or quit it right now. We got one left. This never happened before, has it? It has not. Wow. There's a lot of pressure on me then. Oh, we'll man. see if we can get it here. <laughs> Sweating now. <laughs> Number five. The Phillies. You have got the Phillies to take down the Astros in the World Series this year. With it or quit it. Man, you're you're about to put me on the spot and make me public enemy number one if I go with it here, uh in, in at least in Houston. Um that's okay. I don't go to Houston. I'm with it. Let's let's, let's go Phillies. Go. Let's go Phillies. Um, you know this this just Phillies team has seemed like a team of destiny this year. Um, you know the, there's so many comparisons with this team and the the 2019 Nationals that that upset the the Astros in the World Series. Um, you know they they've got a, a very talented roster that is playing you know lights out. They've been challenged. They've they've gone through some of the best teams in the league to get to this point. I don't think they're intimidated by the Astros. You know, the Astros, they, they lost to the Braves last year. They lost to the Nationals a couple of years before that. I think the NL East is going to have three different champions in a span of four years. I've got the Phillies winning in seven games. Let's go. And we've got our first five for five on with it from BJ on with it or quit it. Who would have thought it would take this long? It took two full seasons and 10 episodes into a third one to get here. <laughs> But we got here. Man, we got, got it. Him. I wow. got him. We got him. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. I was ready for this one. Wow. Man, you've been, you've been, you, it was you, were, time. you were supposed to bring out the confetti or something. Where, where's the confetti <laughs> cans pointing at me? All right, there you go. <laughs> there's some, some sounds on here to give. You got, you got confetti. No, there's <laughs> nothing cool on here. Dance pop. No, we're not using Oh, that. man. Well, we got it, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Let's go. We got it. You history know what has can... been made. I told y'all. I told y'all history was going to be made on with it on, he, on the show today. Pretty, he felt pretty confident. He did. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised that that uh, we got this one. We got so, it done. We you know what else done. you can? What else we can get, Drew? We can go get us some merch. We're wearing. Both of us are wearing lowdown merch. You're wearing the long sleeve shirt. I'm going with the short sleeve. Just got because, the crew neck. Yeah, you got the crew neck. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like it. Mm. I, I'm I'm just I'm still it's still warm enough outside that I gotta wear the short sleeve shirts. It hadn't gotten to the point where I 
am gonna need the the crew neck or the long sleeve shirt, but it's getting there. And you better yeah, go ahead. Oh, and wind's get gonna your, be blowing tonight. Yeah, you better get yourself some of the long sleeve lowdown merch. Get ready for the cold winter months, and uh, you know, go check out the link in the bio to get us some lowdown merch. Get yourself some lowdown merch, I should say. Don't, don't want it. Don't want a shirt. Don't want a shirt. You can get this nice little pillow. Right a pillow. Those bad boys are soft. You could sleep on those. Take a little nap. That's a. That's like a. That's an airplane pillow. On yeah. definitely, definitely an airport pillow for sure. More, more comfortable than an airplane pillow. I'll say that. Yeah, it'll save your life. It'll save your yeah. life. Yeah, we're doing you favors all the time as much as we can. And if you also want to double up, get you some fanatics too. Ain't that right, BJ? Mm-hmm. That's Fanatic certainly right, first. Drew. Certainly right. And uh, it looks like we've got a deal going on right now. Forty-eight hours only. I'm not sure. How much time is left to get Ooh, yourself some merch? But time is ticking. You can get up to 65% off site wide on Fanatics right now. You want to get yourself some Astros American League Championship gear, Don't maybe the Don't maybe the that. Phillies National League Championship there you Series go. gear. That's better than they're Astros. both available on Fanatics up to 65% Make the off right, right choice, now. People <laughs> just go buy Rangers gear. <laughs> Absolutely, there you go. And New so manager. up to. Up to 65% off right now if you use code TRICK. I'm wondering if that's the code for... This you know, is not a trick. No, it's not a trick. Okay. But okay. if you if you go and use the site code TRICK, at least through tomorrow, Friday, maybe even over the weekend, there will be a treat for you. Oh, a, trick a as trick. in trick or treat, treat not like you're yes. trying to trick customers. And indeed, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. For Halloween coming up on Monday. So... Get you some Fanatics gear. Rock with the lowdown over on T Public. Just check us out. Get some merch. Get yourself situated when the cold winter months ahead. And if you're ever wearing any lowdown merch, send us the picture of you in your gear. I know some of you out there have told us you're going to get it and you've got it. We know our guy Cam has got some merch. If y'all got pictures of yourselves and your lowdown merch or if it just came in, send it to us and we'll definitely post it live on the show here. And And social media too. Yeah, and, and while you're at it, showing us the love. If you haven't already, check out on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review. Let us know how we're doing on the show and uh, ways we can be better. Absolutely. So, without further ado, that's the end of this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Ten episodes in to season three. Before you click away, make sure you go follow us on all these places right here. TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, at the underscore lowdown. That's T-H-A underscore lowdown on all those platforms that I just said. Every single one of them. Yeah. All those platforms. Go give us a follow. And we're going to see you guys next week.